three to us on Our Lady of Guadalupe by Father Emmanuel Mansford. I'd never heard of Our Lady of Guadalupe until I went to America. And, uh, and I, had, I had struggled in my own relationship and understanding with Our Lady. And then I remember just being told about her and just, I suppose, really opened my heart and my eyes to the power and the role of Mary in, in our world and how God uses her. And so just to explain a little about Our Lady Guadalupe. In 1531, just outside of Mexico City, um, Mexico had just been colonized about 10 years earlier by the Spaniards, but it had been a very brutal and violent colonization. And the Spaniards are Catholic, but didn't obviously didn't do it in a Christian Catholic way. And they tried to convert the native Indians there, the Mexican Indians, and very, very few converted to Catholicism because of the, the poor, the, the horrible example of the Spanish conquistadors. But one man who did was a man called Juan Diego, and uh, he was a, a simple man, you know, native Mexican Indian, and he lived just outside of Mexico City with his uncle Juan Bernardino. And he was on his way to church one morning, the day before the Immaculate Conception, although it hadn't been defined at that point, December 7th, and he he saw a light coming from this hill. He used to pass this hill. And he saw this light and he heard this beautiful sound, this heavenly sound, and he went and he said he saw this beautiful woman dressed as a young native Mexican Indian woman and uh, she asked him to go and see the bishop and to have a chapel built there where she appeared and he said you need to choose somebody else you know, as most of us do when God asks something of us and she said no I, I, want, I want you to do it my son and she spoke very tenderly to him she said you are the one of the most dignified of my sons and so he agreed that he would and he went to see the bishop and he waited a long time to see the bishop and eventually the bishop said you know, that he would see him again. So he went to see the bishop. As he was returning he saw Our Lady. Our Lady asked him did he, did he speak to the bishop? He said he did. And he said you know, that he, he didn't really believe him. And then he, he went home on his way again um, he saw to see Our Lady, but his uncle became very sick, Juan Bernardino. And so Juan Diego, rather than going in, he, he went into Mexico City to, to find a priest for his uncle. And rather than going the way where Our Lady was, he tried to go around the other side of the hill. And Our Lady came down from the hill to stop him. And uh, she spoke to him again. And very beautifully, she called him Juan Dieguito, little little Johnny. And she said to him, "Why are you, you know, why are you afraid?" And uh, she said to him, "In the crossing of my arms, am I not here? Who am your mother? In the crossing of my arms, is there anything else that you need?" And she said, "Do not worry about your uncle; he will be healed." And then again, she reiterated her request 
to go and see the bishop. And the bishop said that he needed a sign. And so Our Lady gave to Juan Diego a sign. She told him to go up further on the hill, this piece of kind of scrubland. And there, in December, were these beautiful roses that only really grew in Spain, and the bishop was Spanish. And so he picked these Castilian roses, and then she arranged them for him in his mantle. And then so he carried them in his mantle and went to see the bishop again. He waited a long time to see the bishop but eventually was was let in. And he began to recount the story to the bishop. And uh, and he said, you asked for a sign, Your Excellency. And then he opened his mantle, the roses fell onto the floor, and on the inside of his mantle, or tilma as they call it, was the image of Our Lady of Guadalupe, This the same image of Mary that he had seen, was imprinted miraculously, on the inside of his mantle, his cloak, the tilma. And so the bishop dropped to his knees with his secretary. And they began to to talk about what to do. And so a chapel was built there. And over the years, millions, literally millions of Mexican Indians were converted because the image is such, if you can take a look at an image perhaps online or in a church that she's she's pictured she's clothed with the stars on her cloak is the stars behind her is the sun she's standing on the moon and so the Indians who worshipped these pagan gods of the sun, the moon and the stars knew that she was more powerful than them because she stood on the moon she was in front of the sun and she was clothed with the stars. But they also knew that she wasn't God because her head was bowed and her hands were joined in prayer. And then they saw that around her waist was this sash that meant that she was pregnant. And right over her her womb was this star, this flower in the shape of a star, which was the sign to them of the one true God. So they came to believe that this, this true God she was in fact pregnant with. And so over the years, millions, I think it was around 9 million Mexican Indians became Catholic. So while the Reformation, all this happened in 1531 and following years, while the Reformation in Europe was happening and thousands, hundreds of thousands were leaving the Catholic Church, in Central America, millions are becoming Catholic due to the advocacy and love for the poor of Our Lady. I mean, literally, people had to be in queues and priests would baptize them on Mass. They would be married on Mass, receive their sacraments. And for over 450 years since the apparition, the image of Our Lady Guadalupe, which was on cactus fiber, is still there. And it should have decayed after about 30 years, scientists say. They've tested it. There's no human paint that's been used. Uh, They don't know how... It could have got there. They even looked, and very beautifully, on the image of her eye, Kodak did some studies, I think, in the 70s, and they seen that her eye is like a human eye. Normally, if you if you put a laser on a flat surface, it just refracts back. It just comes back. But if it's a human eye, it will somehow, because of the shape of the eye, work differently. And so it seems, as though even though this is an image, 
this eye is, is a real human eye. And in the eye, when they looked closely, is reflected the image of the, the bishop and his secretary kneeling. So really just this beautiful story of Mary coming to the aid of the poor and bringing to them Jesus in her womb. And part of the Aztecs' pagan beliefs was the sacrifice of children. And they literally used to sacrifice thousands of not just children but people to their gods to appease them. But once they saw that the true God was an unborn baby, they you know, stopped their sacrifices. And so Our Lady of Guadalupe, she's the patroness of the new evangelization. She's the patroness of the unborn. And she's the patroness of the Americas. And so she has a real role to play in the church today on these critical fronts in proclaiming the gospel. So Our Lady of Guadalupe, pray for us.